1: Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa and her guests speak from personal and professional experience, and they will answer your questions and offer solutions to help you get on the road to your recovery. Now, here's Dr. Lisa Cooney.
2: Hello, hello, everyone. It is t- Tuesday, and you are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy Beyond Anything, and this is Dr. Lisa. I'm so happy to be with you here today, and if you're listening overseas, probably early early morning or later in the evening, wherever you are, I'm saying hi to you. So today, we are speaking of the language of kindness, words to use to create communion, not conflict. So kindness to create communion, not conflict. So, for instance, if you've experienced any sort of abuse growing up, you may have learned that the way to express love, let's say, is through judgments, perhaps swearing, and other unkind behavior that was inflicted on you. My question to you is, how does this impact your relationships now? Has anybody ever told you that they don't like the way that you communicate or that the way that you communicate is abusive to them? Something to think about. Do you say things harshly to your loved ones even though you really care about them? Do you create disharmony and separation rather than harmony and communion with your words? If you've never learned the language of kindness as a child, you can feel at a loss for what words to use now to create communion rather than conflict. The good news, you can always learn the language of kindness, and it will certainly empower you to create more loving, harmonious relationships. So that's what we're going to talk about here today. I hope you're excited, as excited as I am. And this is actually, in a way, somewhat personal to me. Um, I grew up in a very violent, communicative household, besides some other things that I've talked to ad nauseum, probably on this show, <laughs> um, all, for, all for good though. And one of the ways that I as an adult and moving through my psychological career and counseling career and everything that I'm doing now, including author, et cetera, is to, I had to retrain my circuitry about how I communicated, how I said things, and certainly the tone of what was said and what I'm saying. And it was so subtle at times that I wasn't even aware that my tone was harsher than most people would like. And it would actually turn people off. My directness could be so laser filled in some situations that it would almost close people up versus open them. And let alone in some early on young 20s, whatever, relationships, just simply not being able to get on the same page, if that's even ever possible, but just with the way that I communicate to people. So that's what I'm hoping to get across to you today is some flashcards or cue cards that you can use to uh, learn the language of kindness um, I've heard so many stories in almost 25 years now of um, counseling and therapy and private practice, et cetera, of how many people really despise the way people talk to them. And basically some people have come to me because of the way that they talk to their loved ones. So it it is quite prevalent out there. So as I said, Love can be expressed, perhaps in your family system, through judgments. Maybe physical abuse, swearing, or other unkind behavior that was inflicted on you, right? So let me give you some examples. Do you or has anybody ever said things to you like, what's wrong with you? Notice the judgment in this question. And yes, I'm exaggerating a little bit to make a point. What's wrong with you? Does that... Create conflict, or does that open you to, you know, wanting to talk to that person? Most likely, you don't want to talk to that person, um, or you shut down. Do you, for instance, here's another example: Do you create conflict in order to get space for yourself because you don't have the words to use to ask for space in a kind way? Like, do you snarl if somebody walks in the room, or you're kids or enjoyable other or someone or your boss or coworkers walk into your office or room? Do you snarl at them and give them the energy of like the invisible porcupine, basically telling them energetically not to come anywhere near you or you'll kill them <laughs> instead of just saying something? Um, another example could be, do you say things harshly to your loved ones, even though you really care about them? Again, that invisible porcupine syndrome where those invisible quills of protection can hurt when they're directed at somebody so you may feel at a loss for words to use right now in your adult life in some situations to create communion rather than conflict it's like there isn't any wiring or vocabulary for this conversation which is why i'm doing this show today and um if you're in relationship with someone who has a history of abuse, or you are the one with the history of abuse, you certainly may feel at a loss as to how to invite yourself into another possibility or how to or if you're the loved one with somebody that is has a history of abuse, you might find a loss of how to invite them into another possibility beyond their abuse pattern. So it could be sometimes that your best intentions create connection, to create connection may backfire on you. As they, the abused person, may misconstrue your actions as bothersome at best and abusive at worst. So what do you do? How do you change your language of unkindness to a language of kindness? That's what we're going to talk about today, but we've got a caller, so let me get to that. We've got Karen from Maine. This is Dr. Lisa, and how can I contribute to you today?
3: Hi, Dr. Lisa. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, I am always trying to be kind. However, I get misunderstood quite a bit, and people twist my meanings, especially my relatives or sometimes my friends, um, and I just I don't even understand where they're coming from, how they can mm-hmm. twist my words that way. Um, so I'm just wondering how I can change or do or whatever be different so that, you know it's coming from kindness, but obviously they they can't receive it or they don't hear me,
2: okay, great. so tell me the most recent time where this was where this was a situation for you
3: um, Well, it's not the most recent, but it's probably got the most charge i guess great um, so um,
2: I like the examples with the most charge. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, it's it's my my sister, and mm-hmm. um, so um, we were telling her um, when my uh, father died that in our family there is um, our parents wanted us to treat her nicely. That means to give in to her at all times because she has she's a very nervous person, and so we mm-hmm. always give in to her. And so when at my father's funeral, we all told her that we were told to be kind to her and. And she got really um, upset with us, and, 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 you know, we were just trying to let her know what we've been, you know, put, put up with and what we're told to do. And, and, in fact, we're trying to say how kind we are trying to be to her. And she just totally, you know, um, was so upset with us. She doesn't want to, you know, get together with us anymore, doesn't, you know, so just like kind of cut us off. Hmm. So since then it's been better. Um, We're able to talk again as long as we don't say anything about how our relationships are in the family and what we're dictated to and what we're supposed to do.
2: Okay, well, um, are you familiar with Access Consciousness by chance?
3: Yes, I am. I'm a bar facilitator.
2: Okay, cool. So you know the clearing statement, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So I'm just going to run the clearing statement. So everything that you just said, Karen, <laughs> let's just destroy it and create it. Right, wrong, okay. good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And uh, all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations that you have made about this and quote-unquote trying to figure this out uh, since your father died or even since being in relationship with your sister for all these decades. Can we destroy and create that? <laughs> Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And any way that you learn from your family that the best way to um, help someone or facilitate someone or empower them is to tell them um, what to do, like your parents telling you how to be with your sister, can we just join and create that?
3: No, okay.
2: (laughs) That was a no. Tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that. Because um, you said, oh, okay, but you noticed the energy was like, no, I'm not going to change that.
3: Well, yeah, there was resistance. Um,
2: so what's the resistance? I
3: don't know. My my brain is scrambled right now. I can't even remember what the resistance was
2: too. Okay. So... Let's just destroy and uncreate that. That's good that your brain is scrambled. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds.
3: Well, whatever I mean, there's a lot of charge right in the center of my chest.
2: Okay, and if your chest could speak, what would it say? (sighs) Obscenity. (laughs) Okay, and if it would say the obscenity, um, you could just say the first letter, and we could go with that. What would the obscenity want to say? F in that. Okay, so everything that is. And so who does it want to say that to?
3: Oh, my God, my sister, my father, my my mother.
2: Yeah. So how much has your sister, father, and mother um, modeled to you and mimicked to you that the best way to empower someone is to tell them what to do?
3: Oh, my God, they've been telling me what to do for all my life.
2: Okay, so everything that is, all the anger, rage, fury, hate, blame, shame, guilt, and regret, addictive, compulsive, and perverted points of view regarding this, can we destroy and uncreate it? And everywhere you obligated, where your mother and father obligated your sister to do that with you, and you obligated, and they obligated you to do that with your sister, which is mimicking what they did with each other, can we destroy and uncreate that? (laughs) Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what creation are you using and what invention are you using with the relationship with your sister that you are choosing? Everything that brings up and lets down, create, destroy and uncreate it.
3: Ah, yeah. Right, wrong, good
2: and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So take a moment to expand your energy of space because I know that, you know, the tools, 500 million miles up, down, right, left, front and back. And we're going to go to break, and I'll check in with you um, after the break, and we'll see how you're doing.
3: All right. Thank
2: you. Uh, Yes. This is Dr. Leeson. We're back after the break.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com.
0: Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
1: Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into one 888 346 9141 That's one 888 346 9141 You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything.
2: Hello, this is Dr. Lisa, and we are talking with Karen. About her family, <laughs> how you doing Karen?
3: Uh, I'm doing better, but Good. I had to breathe through that entire few minutes.
2: I bet you did that was that there was, was a lot big, of energy that was a lot of energy absolutely so um, you started talking with that they can't receive your words or they twist your words, so the twist is actually what you what I'm seeing here is that your mother and father kind of twisted the way that they talk to you. And then you and your sisters and, and other um, family members twisted the way that you um, work and talk with each other. So it's like this biomimetic mimicry or duplication and replication of what you learn from the family. And so here's my question to you. Did your father and mother uh, have conflict in their communication outwardly or more inwardly?
3: I would say more inwardly.
2: That's right. And you may want to listen, if you haven't, to one of the shows. There's a two-part show on the invisible porcupine syndrome where you can kind of come in the room and you don't know what's going on because they're not saying it, but you can feel this prickly, poking, stabbing energy, and it feels really, really dense and heavy like you were feeling in your chest. Did you ever have that mm-hmm. as a child?
3: don't recall.
2: Well, truth, light or heavy? Have you ever had that feeling? It feels heavy to me. Okay, great. So what did you experience when your father and mother were in that silent conflict with each other? I felt twisted. Okay, so twisted. And did that twist your communications?
3: That goes light, yep.
2: And is it still twisting your communications now? Yeah, that goes way light. (laughs) And is it still twisting your communication with your sister?
3: Yep, it is. So all
2: the twisted communications that are inventions to create the problem in communication (sighs) that you are choosing, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes, please. And all the judgments in those twisted communications and decisions in those twisted communications and computations in those twisted communications and conclusions in those twisted communications between all family members in this lineage and all obligations to that can we destroy and uncreate it yes right wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds and can we rescind revoke recant renounce denounce destroy and uncreate the forever commitment as an adult now from the original age that you made it to twist all your communications up in these inventions that you learned silently but palpably with your mother and father. Yeah. Everything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy and uncreate it And all private, secret, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, unspoken, undisclosed ag- agendas to that. Can we destroy and uncreate that?
3: Yes, please.
2: Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So if you expand your energy of space now, light or heavy?
3: It feels much lighter.
2: Much still lighter. There's some
3: heaviness, too, um, I don't know when you were uh, saying all Where's things, the heaviness? I just, it's right in the center of my chest, and it just it expands out, and then it feels better, and then it it just it just
2: it hurts. Great. So say I hurt, I hurt, I hurt.
3: <laughs> I hurt, I hurt, I hurt.
2: <laughs> I'm the best I know at being hurt. I'm sorry. I'm the best I know at being hurt. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> the best I know at
3: being hurt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the ways and this is what I do in the radically alive beyond abuse classes is make people laugh and let them know what they're doing and that they're the best at it. <laughs> 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 right, wrong, good, bad, back, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Now um lighter, heavier, more space, less space.
3: Yeah, it is lighter and lighter, but it, that it's still I just I yep. just still feel that in the center of my chest. It's like I can't I can hardly breathe at times.
2: <sighs> yes, I get it. So what is what invention are you using to prevent you from breathing that you're choosing? Everything that is, could we destroy and uncreate it?
3: Mm, that's some resistance as well.
2: That's right. weird. Right. So I could probably take the I could probably take the whole radio show with you trying to clear this (laughs) because just two pockets of of resistance that we already got to, which what I would suggest is, you know, um, doing some work individually Uh, to get to what those pockets of resistance are, because the resistance just means unawareness. And the unawareness uh, is is basically what triggers the resistance so that. You don't drop your barriers and change it because you don't know what you're actually changing.
3: And you don't know
2: what's there. That's all it is. So everything that that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now,
3: if you could give me one tool to go away with, like how do, what would be kind? I mean, I, I think of myself as being a kind person. And I'm always trying to be kind to someone else. So obviously, there's a pattern. You said it's biomimicry of my parents, right? So mm-hmm. how do I begin to change that and shift that? It's
2: so a great question. One of the things that you're you're doing, what I would suggest you to do is, is this: when you remember this, when you walked into those rooms with your mother and father, you sensed the heaviness and the density and the conflict, right? Yeah, that feels light now. Yeah. So then, but because it wasn't talked about, you twisted it down wherever you twisted it and your communication was one way, but your body held the density of what was hidden in another way. So essentially what I'm asking you is, do you find, and this may be the first time anybody's asked you this question, when you're in those situations that your words are twisted or people can't receive you, could it be possible that what you're saying doesn't match what's communicated off your body?
3: Oh, that goes really light.
2: Right. So everything that is for everybody on the call when what you're saying is not in alignment with what your body is putting out. And Your body's putting out the invisible porcupine quills, but your mouth is saying, oh, sure, I would love to do that. And your body's saying... (laughs) You know, fuck you, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. That's the twisted communication style that many of us learn. It's like we get that in school, we get that with, you know, the authorities, we get that with our bosses, we learn it from our parents, and then we mimic that in our relationships with our children and with our siblings.
3: So do we clear that in our bodies then, or we clear that, like, energetically so that our bodies will align
2: automatically? Both. You clear it on Both. all oh, okay. What The way that I'm sensing the best way for you particularly, and everybody else could benefit f- from that, is do you know about the meaning process, what they call an access the meaning process, which I use as the judgment process? Vaguely.
3: That was a long time ago, so- I think.
2: Yeah, well, I use it almost every day and in every session I use it. And it's basically you go, um, what's my judgment of X, fill in the blank, in this case would be your sister. The second thing would be what, you know, you go through that and then you use the clearing statement. The second question would be, what's my judgment of me regarding my judgments of X, which is your sister, and you clear that. And then you would say, this is always the, the tricky one, What's my judgment of quote unquote sex with my sister or whomever? That does not mean we're saying have sex with them. It's saying that it's so out outlandish to even ask that question with regards to family members that it triggers the brain to dump whatever it's holding (laughs) resistance. And then you choose to use a clearing statement. To destroy and uncreate that, and then the fourth question is, what's my judgment of me regarding my judgment of sex, quote unquote, with whomever you're talking about in this case, your sister, so that you can clear all the judgments, and that should clear out the heaviness in your chest and in your lungs. Um, and truthfully, I'm sensing some grief under there, so yeah, might, you're right it,
3: because there was sadness that came up. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's why I'm saying like individual, individual work. Um, just to get this stuff out because it's rooted in there. It's like plaque on our teeth. It's why we go to the dentist, right, to clear off that plaque. <laughs> yeah. I always say after I come off out of the dentist's office, I'm so grateful because the sweaters are off my teeth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so this is what we – this communication style is a real abusive pattern that actually doesn't even matter whether or not you've been abused sexually or physically or emotionally or financially or spiritually or literally, it's just an abusive communication style, where you say one thing, but your body is another. And I clearly remember having these situations as a kid, because we're all so sensitive, you walk into a room, and I'm watching my parents tell each other that they love each other in front of us, but I can feel their bodies wanting to kill each other. (laughs) <laughs> and because they were my parents, I was like, oh, sure, I'll just, you know, I must be stupid or something. I must be crazy. My parents are not going to kill each other. But the reality is when I I found out very early on that they actually did want to kill each other. <laughs> they hated each other in a lot of ways. Wow. So we learn really? so early on to depress that and hide from that. And that's how twisted communication comes up. And that's why you get and we get as adults reflected back to us the twist. And we're all like, "Oh my God, that's not what I meant at all." And the other person's like, "Well, that's what you said." Well, no, it's what it's what we each heard, and what we each are duplicating from an unconscious place.
3: So, if I were, if I pay more attention and I become more aware when that happens, then I can
2: change. absolutely
3: right. do the judgment so,
2: process. Become aware okay. as soon as someone says. Uh, you're twisting your word or they you get the sense that they're twisting your words you already know you're in that pattern
3: Ah, so you just got to
2: step out of it expand your energy as space and say okay here's that pattern I'll know whatever what the heck to do right now but I'm just going to keep my mouth shows for (laughs) closed for a (laughs) second and really notice what's going on in in what I'm saying and what's the difference between what my body is experiencing and then what I would do is you know working with people individually is walk them through that and then give them some tools so that they continue tools tools like I'm doing here so that they would speak in alignment with what they're actually uh, feeling. So for instance, instead of asking someone what's wrong with you, you can ask, hey, what's going on? Or can you tell me more about that? Instead of creating an argument or conflict to get some space for yourself, you could really say something like, I'd really like some space now. I'll let you know when I'm ready for connection again. Or I'd really like to take an hour for myself now. We can continue this conversation then, you know, if that works for you. So instead of asking, you're not really going to do that, are you? Ask, hey, I'm curious. I'm wondering what made you choose that. Wow. The unkind way is, can't you see I'm busy right now? And the kind way is, I'd love to hear about that later, yet I need to focus on this right now.
3: Very cool. There's a lot of tools that you gave.
2: Yes, and I'm going to go over them again, so keep listening. Okay. But we're going to have to go to break now, and I totally appreciate your question because it was so, so great. to That twisting of the words You know, is, is what this whole show is about today. So thank you for you, and thank you for your contribution. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. So this is Dr. Lisa, and I'll be back after the break.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America
1: Empowerment. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com.
0: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
1: Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into one 346 9141 That's one 888 346 9141 You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything.
2: Well, what a great, great, great call from Karen. I hope you received a lot from that. And this is one of the reasons why I love this show. And, you know, I get, we brainstorm um, the the show description and I call out to the energy and what would be best serving for all of you out there, the now 13,000 listeners of you out there. And the language of kindness really, really came up um, as what was possible for today. So again, whenever you experience somebody twisting your words, so to speak, or that you experience them twisting your words, which may not actually be true, or you're twisting somebody else's words, um, I'm hoping that you can take a step back, expand your energy as space, get really, really big. Sometimes you may even have to just like close your eyes and literally, close your lips and stop talking and listen with your two ears. We do have two ears and one mouth for a reason. And just choose to use awareness in your speak. That does not mean to hold back, quote unquote, your truth. It means how much more diplomatic and how much more is possible and how much more can you create if You used all of your awareness when you spoke versus getting locked into, let's say with Karen's example, the family dynamic without even knowing it, which limits the possibilities and basically is choosing to create conflict. So at the end of the last segment, I went over a whole bunch of tools, uh, flashcards, if you will about how to create communion, not conflict. And I want to go over them in this segment. And if anybody else else out there that is ready to pick up the phone, I'd love to hear from you as well, because I definitely know this is speaking to so many thousands of you out there. Um, so what I started talking about is the unkind way and the kind way. So I've got about eight examples here that I wrote down, and I'm sure you all have many more that you can add as well, but I hope this starts you off. And that is the unkind way could be when someone's crying. Why are you crying? Like why is always a judgment? Whenever you hear yourself asking, (laughs) starting sentences with why? Note to self, hear it now. You are in judgment and ask yourself, is that the best use of your words right now? And is that what you actually want to create in this situation? So why are you crying? The kind way would be, hey, what's going on? Or perhaps even reaching out your hand and put your hand on them. Like, you know, tell them what's happening. Um, there's more open possibility there. Another example of an unkind way could be like barging in on someone and expecting their attention right away just because you have something to share. And I'm not saying good or bad, right or wrong. It's just like not even being aware if someone can receive you can create a conflict. You know, we're so perceptive, you'll know whether to walk in a room or not. But let's just say you're unconscious and you're just waking up to this right now. The kind way would be, hey, I'd really like to connect with you. Is now a good time? If they say no, great. Let me know when. I'll be upstairs or whatever. Another example is an, of an unkind way could be, what do you want now? A kind way could be, Yes. What can I do for you? Notice even the difference in in the tone of voice, because the way that you say things and the tone you use definitely impacts um, the twisting of communication. It may not even be your words. It could be the tone. You know, you could say something like, um, I'd really like to connect with you. Like, yeah, I'd really like to connect with you. Okay, so does that really seem like someone wants to connect with you? No. Basically, it's like, hey, I'd really like to connect with you. There's a whole different tone. And you do have to train yourself. I know I did because I did not grow up somewhere where people were actually encouraging of me speaking and certainly not wanting to hear from me. Anything and everything that I got back at first was don't speak, don't talk, don't say anything, and just listen and do what I ask you to do. And listen meant just do what I ask you to do. (laughs) There was no communication. And everything was spoken through judgment. And how much of this reality of everything is spoken through judgment, right? So what have you made so vital about speaking with judgment that creates... All the limitation and lies that don't actually really need to exist for you. Everything that brings up and lets down, lets destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Another kind, uh, an unkind way could be, um, I think I might have said this, but I'll say it again. What do you want now? Yes, what can I do for you? Or another unkind way could be, um, can't you see I'm busy right now? A kind way could be, I'd love to hear about that later, yet I need to focus on this right now. Now, these are basic, basic examples. I'm sure you have other other ones, but it's, it's helpful to have flashcards, cheat sheets of words to use when you're at a loss for how to respond to a situation or make a request. Now, I'm not um, trying to downplay your intelligence here, this is really just like the first step to rewiring you out of the abuse pattern and into other possibilities. So that's the key into other possibilities. I wish for all of our communications for myself included in all my relationships to always to the best of my ability, um, rewire a situation into other possibilities. Even in all my classes, I love the question, what's beyond this, and what's beyond this, and what's beyond this, and what's beyond this, and what's beyond this? It's all about the possibilities. I never want to be in limitation. So everywhere we limit our possibilities with our judgmental communication and shut down any possibility to outcreate communication, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Another example could be, that was in an uh, unkind way, could be that was a stupid thing to do. Maybe you could express your concern and say, hey, I care about you. And when I saw you do that, I thought you might, you know, I sense you might get hurt or you may be, you know, harming yourself. And I, and I don't wish that for you. What else is possible here? Instead of asking something like, you're not really going to do that, are you? Maybe you could ask, I'm curious, what made you choose that? Perhaps instead of creating an argument or conflict to get some space for yourself, you could say, I'd really like some space now. I'll let you know when I'm ready for connection again, or maybe even this. Or I'd really like to take an hour for myself right now. We can continue this conversation then if that works for you. And instead of asking, What's wrong with you? ask, What's going on? Or can you tell me more about that? So, this is about these kinder ways of communicating, are about facilitating yourself beyond your old patterning, beyond the inventions, beyond the unconsciousness, and into new possibility. With the language of kindness. That's what this whole show is about. New possibilities with the language of kindness. Anything and everything that doesn't allow that to be. Destroy and uncreate it for thee. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And what would it take to have this earth and this world and all our communications to the best of our ability? at least with consciousness, making it conscious right now um, to communicate nicer and kinder and gentler, you know, even if you're busy and you're in a rush, have you ever been busy? and You're in a rush, you're working, you're just like, you know, email after email after email, you know, going and getting things done. And someone comes in, you get so frustrated and so just annoyed by them And you, and you just like snap at them and you never say anything or apologize for it or change yourself in the mo in the moment and say something. It's just like lingering there. And we all think that that's okay. It's an okay way to be. Believe me, I've done it millions of times. But what if we actually, you know, not just took responsibility, but just took, be be more conscious with how we actually interact with each other and realize when you're downplaying or disempowering someone that way and you're working with them, how much are they going to generate and create for you? What if you lifted them up and said, Hey, you know, I apologize. That was really uh, a a crappy way to communicate with you. I totally want to hear what you had to say. That idea was great. You know, Let me just think about it, and I'll get back to you on it. I'm just pretty much full of everything right now. (laughs) And then go out for a walk and get some space, listen to some music, dance around, scream into your pillow, whatever it takes, and get back to being, you know, or choose to be who you really be. So, how many issues are you using to create the conflict with communication and never the communion are you choosing? Everything that is, can we destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And how many desires have you squelched, eliminated, eradicated, or completely destroyed in order to not have this kind language awareness in your life? Everything and anything that that brings up and lets down, How can we destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So, um, and everything you've done to create the definition of yourself as a rough and tumble communicator that always has your words twisted and no one will ever understand you. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And so how many structures of communication would you have to give up to have the awareness of the language of kindness you could create? Everything that is times a godzillion. Will you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I'm going to bring this up here, and then in the final segment of the show, I'll talk a little bit more about it. But here's a question that came in. What about um, talking about how to handle the language of kindness or conflict, so to speak, if it's your partner or your enjoyable other or your husband or your wife who is using the language of unkindness? How do you invite another possibility in the way they can receive it? So that is a really great question. And I'm just going to let that sit right now, let you all uh, perceive about it. And when we come back from break in just a little bit, I am going to give you some information about that and give you some how-tos about how to invite in another possibility. So this is... Dr. Lisa, and you've been listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, and we will be back after the break.
0: We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment.
1: What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Find out what makes the most
0: successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: To Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into one 888 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything.
2: Okay, my friends. Um, so I left you with a question, which I'll get back to here in this final segment, but I've had a couple of other questions and I wanted to let you all know that, um, one of the third books that, uh, third compilation book that, uh, I wrote a chapter in the energy of expansion just came out last Saturday, actually. And that shot to number one on Amazon. So now I'm happy to report that I'm having some fun with being three for three. Yes, the New York sports fan in me, Um, thanks to my father, uh, has a little competitive edge here, just for fun, though. So the first book, The Energy of Happiness, went to number one, so I had a chapter in that, which is great. The Energy of Receiving was the second one, I have a chapter in that, discussing the difference between um, forced receiving and seduced receiving, and then I wrote a whole Beautiful chapter on the energy of expansion, which really even surprised myself. Um, And then just submitted the fourth one called the energy of healing. So get on Amazon. Purchase a book. I'm happy to sign it for you if you would like and write a review. I would love that. And so got a couple questions just to go over also the, uh, quote unquote, the judgment process, which is what is your judgment of X fill in the blank and then do everything that is destroy and create it right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Um, what is your judgment of you regarding your judgment of X, whoever you are clearing in Karen's case, it was her sister. So you always go external, then internal, external, then internal. Because whenever you judge, you're basically pointing the finger at somebody else because you do the same thing. So even you can do this if you judge. Everywhere I've been that and done that myself, whenever you're judging, just destroy it and create it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what's your judgment of X? What's your judgment of you regarding your judgment of X? Then what's your judgment of... S-E-X with X, sex is just another word for receiving. So you could also say if you're offended by the sex, what is your judgment of receiving with X that person? And then what is your judgment of you regarding your judgment of receiving in parentheses sex with that person? So again, external, internal, external, internal. You're pointing the finger, clearing it. Pointing the finger back at you, clearing it. Pointing the finger out, Clearing it, pointing the finger back at you, clearing it, and you you probably would run through that for like you know fif- at least fifteen minutes on one person. Not everybody. You can't do all them together. You got to do it one by one by one by one. Sometimes I spend sixty minutes with a person, especially if it's somebody that's been sexually abused or any kind of abuse going on, or disease or illness or relationship problem. I can spend a whole hour working on one particular person, and some of you like myself included with mothers or fathers or something like that would probably have to do a couple of sessions. I know I did. Okay. So that's that. And let's talk about how you handle, um, the language of kindness. If your partner or your enjoyable other is using the language of unkindness, like how to invite another possibility in the way that they can receive it. So I'm going to use just for um, ease a personal example on this. Um, And this is relatively recently. So at some point, and I don't exactly remember exactly when, but this is a little bit of the inspiration for this particular show, is my enjoyable other started pointing out to me some of my facial features when – I spoke whatever language I was speaking to them and my facial features reflected that of judgment or wrongness, kind of in a frown or a, I don't want to say snarl, but maybe just a snarl. I don't know how to get it across. Just anything, maybe even sometimes disgust. And I didn't even realize I was doing it. And it's so funny because when I'm teaching and facilitating, and some of you may experience this and working with clients. My facial features never change other than in that of like some sort of empathy for empowerment. But, you know, as as we know could occur and does occur for everybody when we're working and living and being with our enjoyable others, they really get to see the best parts of us and also the worst parts of us. And the communion of the relationship really gets the possibility <laughs> to change all that. So... Um, I was recently um, talked to by my enjoyable other about some of my facial features. And I literally asked for this person to tell me when these things were going on. And then I started catching it myself and stopping it. And then I started asking my questions about this. Um, Like, where is this coming from? Or who am I being right now? And I knew it was my mother. And I could literally perceive my body posturing and my face contorting in such a way like she used to do with me and still does with me, um, continuously where everything I say is just wrong and everything I say is just bad. And everything that I request is, um, a judgeable offense that should be persecuted and jailed and incarcerated and beaten for, (laughs) and it's just crazy. And so no wonder why I had some issues, you know, with um, language of kindness. And literally, I would ask for no barriers, no defensive. Okay, you know, show me, tell me what you're looking for and let me know when this is going on. So, So we've been practicing this for months now and it's really been working. So some of these cue cards are literally, you know, from my own personal experience here of what works. So if you notice yourself snarling, shutting down, posturing, turning away, walking away, um, you know, having a look of disgust or asking why or being bothered by someone and your enjoyable other specifically, and having your barriers come up and the invisible caves of abuse lock around you (laughs) and judgment um, be profound all around, notice this and perhaps come back to this show and start using these flashcards because they will leave you and lead you to a language of kindness versus and communion versus um, uh, conflict. So Hopefully that's helpful. Remember, unkind, can't you see I'm busy right now? Kind, I'd love to hear about that later, yet I need to focus on this right now. Unkind, what do you want now? Kind, what can I do for you? Um, Unkind, why are you crying? Kind, hey, what's going on? Unkind, Um, barging in on someone, whether you're happy or upset, and just expecting their attention, not even concerned with what they're doing or being, a kind way would be, I'd really like to connect with you, is now a good time. So there's so much more I could say about this language of kindness, but what I would really love to say, what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the language of communion that you infinitely and eternally truly be? Everything and anything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And on a side note, I just got a message and thank you for that. Someone's been looking for the books on Amazon and it's under um, the editor, and I can't find it with my name. It's under the editor, Erica Glessing, G-L-E-S-S-I-N-G. And it's a compilation and um, you're not the first person that told me that if they look up Dr. Lisa Cooney, they can't find that. So we're working on that right away. But type in the energy of happiness, the energy of receiving, the energy of expansion. Um, and if you can't find it, definitely send me another email and I will get you the link. Or you can see it on my website or Facebook page. The links are all there. And thank you for supporting the Beyond Abuse Revolution, which is now, my friends, an LLC. So we are getting firm and getting out there. So that will do it for today's show. I really appreciate you. I'd love to hear from you. We've got some great shows uh, coming up next week and the week after, and a lot of stuff around money coming up this month since it is tax month. Um, Have a great April Fool's Day. Do something fun to somebody and to yourself, and know that kindness is the way to be. Create a different possibility. Thanks for your support and contribution. This is Dr. Lisa, and I'll speak to you next week.
1: Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours.